Welcome to Let's Talk Austria, the podcast for the international community in Austria. Produced by Recom Relocation in Vienna. Your host today, Angelika Brenner-Zezele, partner and CEO at Recom Relocation in Vienna. Welcome to Let's Talk Austria, our episode today, Legal Aspects of the Rental Contract. My guest in this episode today is Christoph Hackel, a well-known lawyer in Vienna. His office is in the center of Vienna in the first district and his clients are businesses and international private persons. He has checked hundreds of rental contracts for the expat community in Austria, has given his legal opinions and often recommended to negotiate some parts of the contract or did it himself in the name of the tenants. Today I am having the chance to talk to him about the legal aspects of the so-called rental proposal and the rental contract. I'm sure we will learn a lot today, so let's get started. Hello Christoph, how are you today? Hi Angelique, thank you, I'm fine. Hello to your podcast community and thank you for the invitation. I have known Angelique now for over 20 years. Actually, my dear, I think you just left kindergarten at that time <laughs> and worked on many projects with her. In the course of our intense cooperation, our families meanwhile became close friends. That's right. And today we are sitting in your office in the first district with actually a very nice view. And I'm so happy that you take the time to have a chat with me and give us some insights about the legal aspects of the rental proposal and the rental contract. It is incredibly valuable to our listeners, so thank you very much again. You're welcome. Um, as mentioned, we have worked together now for a number of years and faced many quite different situations regarding tenancy law. I am happy that you addressed this particular issue in your podcast and I hope that we can discuss some of the frequently asked questions on this matter. Oh yes, please let me start with the home search. Our listeners from all over the world are coming to Vienna and are going on a home hunting tour and are visiting many different apartments. Since the landlords in Vienna are often offering their apartments to many different real estate agencies, it can easily happen that someone visits the same apartment twice, but with two different real estate agencies. Maybe I shall explain very shortly why a landlord offers his or her apartment to different real estate agencies because it might sound weird to some of our listeners. In Austria, unfortunately, only the tenant is paying the real estate fee. The service of the agency is usually free of charge for the landlord. Even according to the law, the landlord is also supposed to pay, to pay his share but it is very usual that only the tenant is paying. Is this correct and why is it like this? Well, Angelika, this is the most common situation. But 
it doesn't have to be like this. The agent may be active, this is to say represent the interests, on behalf of the tenant and the landlord. But in this case, he has to inform both parts in writing that he works as a double agent. In German, we call this Doppelmakler. This is very important because this situation may result in a conflict of interest. So please check carefully whether the agent represents your interests only or whether he also becomes active on behalf of the landlord. The real estate fee is a commission depending on the amount of rent. With regards to private accommodation, no matter whether apartment or house, the agent is entitled to a commission of one month gross rent if the contract is a fixed term contract limited with up to three years. Two month gross rent for a contract without limited duration or a duration of more than three years. The landlord's commission, by the way, is three month gross rents. Nevertheless, the contract is limited or not. If the agent is also the property manager, in German Hausverwalter, he is only entitled to 50% of the commission from the tenant and a reduced commission, one or two gross rents, depending on the duration of the rent contract, from the landlord. So please check whether the agent is also the property manager. The mentioned figures are maximum amounts. In other words, it pays off to bargain with the agent for a favorable commission. Please do that before an object is presented to you. The longer an object is on the market, the better your chances will turn out to reduce the real estate fee. Pooh, so what happens to me now? I have visited the same apartment twice with two different real estate agencies. I found out that it is the same apartment only when I entered the apartment because the photos on the internet were different and the description of the apartment was slightly different too. I did not recognize that it's the same apartment. Do I have now to pay the real estate fee to both agencies? Well, if an apartment is offered by two different agents and you visit it with both, you will still not have to pay the commission fee twice. This is, of course, unless you are acting intentionally to damage the interests of one of the agents. The commission fee will be shared by both agents, which is, as a matter of fact, their own problem. Okay. And how do I prove that I have visited the apartment with agency A first? Um, as mentioned before, you do not need to bother who was first. If an object is offered by two agents, they will have to share the commission. This case is a so-called A-Meta deal, meaning more agents were involved and they will share the price. Mm -hmm. 
Is it correct, uh, actually, that the government is planning to change the law regarding regarding the real estate fee? Um, what changes can we expect and when? Indeed, the plan is to install the first mover principle, meaning that the fee has to be borne exclusively by the first client of the agent who mandates him. This means if a landlord intends to let his apartment and hires an agent, he's the first, the mandating client, and thus owes the real estate fee. It will rarely happen that the consumer, in most cases this is to say the tenant, will be the first mover, because the agent can only offer apartments which have been offered to him by the landlord before. The draft law has been adopted by the coalition and will be put before the parliament as a next step. Wow, this would change a lot and most probably it will change the complete, the complete uh, real estate market in Vienna very much. So let's see. Uh, but please let me come back to our home hunting tour. Let's assume I am on the home hunting tour and I like one apartment very much. My next step would be to prepare a rental offer, a so-called Mietangebot. The rental offer summarizes the condition to which I would like to rent this property for the landlord or for the house management company to consider my offer. Is this rental offer binding or can I keep looking for apartments and make another rental offer to another landlord? Or what if I change my mind? Can I withdraw my rental offer? As a matter of fact, an offer is a binding declaration to enter into a contract under the conditions set forth in this said offer. The landlord can close the deal by simply accepting the offer. It is therefore very important to limit your offer in time. The shorter the period, the shorter you're bound by the offer. Please reassure that you mean everything you say in your offer because changes are subject to the landlord's confirmation if he accepts the offer. If now the landlord changes particular contract items in your offer, he is thus providing a new offer to contract under these amended new rules to you. All right. And... How long is the rental offer valid? What happens if the landlord does not answer, for example? As mentioned before, the validity of the offer is one of the most important criteria. It is up to you to declare how long you are bound by the offer. I recommend to set a short time limit for the landlord to accept your offer. Like, for example, three days, maximum a week. Thus, you won't be delayed too long with your search for a new home if the landlord finally doesn't accept your offer. All right. So the next step, I assume, is the rental contract. Um, who is actually preparing the rental contract? Basically, it is almost always the landlord who prepares the draft. 
but it is important to check this draft in detail before signing, to be aware of the notorious small print. Mm -hmm. Can I insist on getting a rental contract in English language? Well, of course you can try, but you're not entitled to an English version. You can, of course, translate the contract or have it checked by an English-speaking lawyer at your own expense. But the landlord is not obligated to sign an English version. Maybe your German is anyway much better than his English. Surprise, surprise, I know an English-speaking lawyer. I would love to ask you so many questions in general, but I assume there are so many differences. Is this, for example, important how old the building is and why? Well, as a matter of fact, this is one of the most important criteria in tenancy law. The applicability of the Tenancy Act, the MRG, depends, among other features, on the kind of lease object, its year of completion, the number of apartments in the house, whether the lease object is a freehold flat or not, and the duration of the lease contract. Basically, there are three categories. Full applicability of MRG, part applicability of MRG, and non-applicability of MRG. The scope of applicability has huge impact on your personal tenancy contract. Let me give you an example. If you rent an apartment which is governed by the full scope of the Tenancy Act, the amount of rent is provided by law and it is very difficult for the landlord to terminate the rent contract. If, on the other hand, the object is not governed by the Tenancy Act, general civil law will apply following the rules of private autonomy. This means almost everything is fair, anything goes. Hmm, understood. So let's say my favorite apartment is in an old building, built around, for example, 1900, but nicely renovated and equipped with a kitchen, with all appliances like dishwasher and oven and fridge and freezer, etc., etc. What if one of the equipment breaks down during my stay? Or maybe it needs to be repaired? Is it my responsibility? Do I need to buy a new fridge or do I need to pay the repair? Who pays for a new equipment if needed? That depends on what you rent. Usually, you only rent the apartment. However, in most cases, a boiler or a similar heating system, a kitchen and very often bathroom interior are included. If the contract is silent on the question how to deal with this additional equipment, the general rule applies that the landlord has to provide and the tenant has to maintain it. In other words, if your oven explodes because you never clean it, you can be blamed. If it breaks down due to its age, 
the landlord has to provide a new one. Mm -hmm. I have another example. It is one of my favorite topics in the rental contracts. It all, in almost all rental contracts, you will find the following sentence. The tenant has to treat light, gas, water pipes, heating and sanitary systems with care and to maintain, maintain them. Can you please explain to our listeners what this means and how someone can maintain gas, light and water pipes? The tenant has to maintain the apartment and its facilities, including all conduits, pipelines and the furniture on a regular basis. He has to inform the landlord immediately of any serious damages. This means that, for example, the tenant has to take care that the water doesn't freeze in the pipelines in winter, for example, in case of longer absence, that the power circuit is not overloaded, for example, by strong electric devices, and that the gas is turned off in case of longer absence. Mm -hmm. One more question regarding the equipment. Uh, many apartments in Vienna are heated by gas, um, especially apartments in old buildings. Uh, somewhere in the apartment is the hot water boiler, the so-called gas therme. This hot water boiler needs to be serviced once a year. Is the tenant responsible for that? And what if the hot water boiler needs to be repaired and not only serviced? And what if it needs to be replaced? The tenant is responsible for the maintenance of the boiler. This includes the annual service, repairs or reinstallation of the boiler generally have to be borne by the landlord. I also mentioned before that outside the scope of the Tenancy Act, almost everything can be agreed freely at the party's discretion. Mm -hmm. Here is a special question for you. Let's say the building of my apartment will be renovated. For example, the facade will be repainted and I feel uncomfortable having the construction scaffolding in front of my windows for many weeks or even months. Do I need to accept this or can I at least reduce my monthly rent? You definitely have to accept any improvement of the apartment or the house but you don't have to pay the whole rent if your usage is constricted you are basically entitled to a rent reduction but please be aware that such reduction needs to be announced to the landlord in writing indicating the reason and the amount of reduction This amount of reduction is very individual and depends on settled case law. I recommend to consult a lawyer before you reduce the rent because this can, in the worst case, result in a termination of the contract for cause. Mm. You know, Christoph, when I announced that you will be our guest today and that we are going to talk about the legal aspects of the rental contract, I received many emails with questions. And one question in particular popped up very often. 
Am I allowed to have my pets like my dog or my cat in the apartment? Or can the landlord say that pets are not permitted? The landlord owns the object. And, therefore, he has the right to define the rules of usage. If the contract provides a ban on pets, you can only try to renegotiate. Mm -hmm. Another question was sent to me. My, apart uh, my apartment is on the fifth floor, but I'm afraid of elevators. Do I need to pay for the use of the elevator even if I don't use it? Well, you can theoretically use it. Therefore, you have to pay for it, whether you actually use it or not. But, of course, you can try to negotiate on an individual solution. Mm -hmm. Also, this question was sent to me. Uh, the apartment can be used for living purpose only. That's what most of the contracts say. During the pandemic, the home office became a kind of standard. Can I get in troubles when working at home? Working at home doesn't mean that you use the apartment as an office, even though we say home office. It doesn't establish a commercial use of the apartment. This is why you do not need to bother if you use the apartment for home office purposes. But this only applies if you do not run a commercial business there. All right. And here is one more question from our listeners. My employer wants me to send to another country and I need to leave Austria after five months living in the apartment. Can I, how can I terminate my contract? What do I need to take care of? Well, this is why we usually implement so-called company clauses in the contracts. These clauses provide that the contract may be terminated prematurely if the tenant has to change his residence due to company reasons. Please be aware that the landlord is not obligated to accept such company clause. This is exactly where you, dear Angelique, and your team are offering invaluable support due to your excellent contacts and experience. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> When I move out, um, usually normal wear and tear is accepted, right? Can you explain to us what normal wear and tear is? Normal wear and tear is accepted if the tenant is a customer. This doesn't necessarily apply for companies. Normal wear and tear is the amount of deterioration that is accepted to occur as property ages. The clause is in most cases in the first place applied to the painting of an apartment. Mm -hmm. Could I sublet the apartment to a friend? No. In almost all cases, this is explicitly ruled out in the contract. If you ignore this, please be aware this may constitute a reason for extraordinary term termination of the contract. Mm -hmm. mm, do I need to repaint the apartment when I move out? This depends on whether the painting was seriously affected. In this case, it would be difficult to suggest a normal wear and tear. Hmm. 
As a deposit, I have transferred three monthly rents to the landlord when I moved in. When do I get this money back? Can the landlord use the money for repairs without asking me? The landlord has to pay back the deposit without delay after termination of the contract. But the tenant must allow the landlord to examine whether the lease object was damaged. Case law accepts a period of up to four weeks to this effect. The landlord has to provide a deposit accounting indicating whether and for what the deposit was used if it is not paid back in full. Christoph, you are my hero today. <laughs> thank you so much for all your knowledge you shared with us and thank you once more again for your time. But before I let you go, I would like to come to the fun part. I am asking every guest for his or her hotspot in Vienna. What is your favorite place in Vienna? What is your hotspot? Well, indeed, this is difficult to answer. But uh, considering my affinity for opera, I would say it is the state opera. And afterwards, an excellent Thai dinner at the Patara on Petersplatz with a good bottle of Austrian white wine. Great idea. Let's now drink a bottle of wine together. <laughs> Thank you, Christoph, for being my guest today. And I look forward to having a chat with you again in another episode when we talk about buying an apartment. Thank you. Bye-bye. It was a pleasure for me. If you need a lawyer, please see Christoph's contact details in the show notes. His website is www.ratiolegis.at R-A-T-I-O-L-E-G-I-S dot A-T Thank you for listening. Summary What we have learned today. The real estate agent will charge one or two monthly rents depending on the length of the rental contract. You shall check whether the agent works as a double agent. This means that he works on behalf of the tenant and the landlord because this might result in a conflict of interest. If the real estate agent is also the property manager, he is entitled to 50% of the commission. If you visit accidentally the same apartment twice with two different real estate agents, you do not need to pay the commission twice. The government is planning to change the law in regards of the real estate commission. The plan is to install a first mover principle. If you found your perfect new home, you need to provide a binding rental offer. Limit this offer in time. The landlord usually prepares the draft of the rental contract. Check the contract in detail if an equipment breaks down. The tenant is responsible for the maintenance of the apartment and for the yearly service of the hot water boiler. You have to accept any improvement work of the apartment or of the house, but you may negotiate a rent reduction. If you have pets, you need to have it mentioned in the rental contract. Working at home does not mean that you use the apartment as an office. 
A so-called company clause can give you the right to terminate the rental contract when you need to leave Austria earlier because of professional reasons. Normal tear and wear are accepted. You do not need to repaint if the painting was not seriously affected. You are not allowed to sublet the apartment. The deposit must be paid back without delay after the landlord has checked the lease object. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you like our podcast, please recommend it to others. If you are interested in being a guest in one of the next episodes, please write us. Our email address is podcast at recom-relocation.at Maybe you would like to join our Club Melange, meet new friends. We organize great and fun events such as Let's Cook Together or Let's Explore Vienna. We enjoy these events very much and we would love to welcome you to one of those. Check out the next upcoming events at www.recom-relocation.at Our clients also love our culture awareness workshops presented by Martin Pei, the certified culture awareness trainer. Check it out and find out yourself what it means living in Austria and how weird the Austrians really are. Thanks for listening. <laughs>